This teaching is brought to you by Kingswood International Church, British Columbia. We believe that as you listen, faith is stirred up in you to become all God has called you to be. Thank you and God bless you. Um, thanks for coming. Praise God. Hallelujah. Leaving your rooms, your houses, your comforts and coming. All right. So we started um, two weeks ago. This is the third week. We started talking about speaking words of faith. And speaking words of faith is part of another series called the ABCs of faith. And I like to tell everyone that faith is, is not just an important subject. It's the way we live. It's, not, it's, it's just one of those things we are learning. <laughs> Jesus said that just shall live by faith. So it's not just something we just want to learn. It's, just something, it's not just a topic. It's the way to live. Right? So you can't exhaust Faith. One of my 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 spiritual fathers and mentors, his mom, said, "You can't run out of the faith subject. You can't, you have to keep teaching it, right? You just have to keep teaching it because well, there are a few things that the Bible says you shall live by. <laughs> this one says you shall live by faith. So faith is important. So if we talked about faith throughout last month. What faith is? Faith is trusting in God." You know, faith is acting on God's word. Faith is a fight. Right? Faith is a fight. A lot of people believe that if you are in faith, you are just chilling. <laughs> you are just chilling and waiting for God to, to just move. No. God needs your cooperation to work with him. Several people, Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. Your faith. And look at the man. Um, I like that fighting of faith. Look at the man that his friends, you know, his friends gone to the house where Jesus was having a meeting and the place was full. And the Bible says they went through the roof. How can you go to someone's house and take out the person's roof? Praise God. I will fight you personally. But the Bible says Jesus said he saw their faith. They could have turned back. How many of us turn back when we meet challenges? Oh, I thought God said I was going to have it. So, because I thought God, if God wants me to have it then, I'm not going to have any problems getting it. No. That's what the Bible says. Because God told you you're going to get something doesn't mean you're not going to meet hindrances and obstacles. It's one of the things we need to, we need to emphasize. Faith doesn't mean there, there is no bump ar- along the road. Faith means that there are bumps along the road, but you have the ability to overcome. Praise God. So we talked about the awful last month. And this month we started saying, look, one of the most important ingredients of faith is speaking. Not just speaking. But speaking words of faith. There is no faith without speaking. No matter how you feel you are a faith giant, if you don't speak God's word, then there is no faith. And the first week we talked about about seven things or eight things. Um, the power of words, right? The power of words. And you know, the, the way I teach. I like to lay foundation and, and, and give, like a lawyer, try to prove that this thing, first of all, is so important, then we now build on it. So, the first one we talk about, about eight, seven to eight points about how important our words are. And last week we talked about words as weapons. Your word, the word of God is a weapon. The, our, not just the, the word, our words are weapons of war. Our weapons, praise God. And we looked about, we checked different scriptures 
And we went through the story of David, how David stood against Goliath, and Goliath spoke, and he also spoke back. Praise God. You could, you could get all the series. But today, so at the same time, I want to go into something else. Let's go to our first, our key scripture. So these are our key texts for this month. <laughs> it says, uh, and I, I like us reading Bibles together. Praise God. I'm a bit old-fashioned. Don't mind. <laughs> so one, two, three, go. It says, so Jesus answered and said to them, have what? It says what? Have what? Faith in God. Some translations say have the God kind of faith. So for sure I say to you, so he's explaining to us what having faith in God means. Say, surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, he was pointing to a mountain, you know, and those have come out in front of him, be removed and be cast in the sea. Do not doubt in your heart, but believe that those things he says will be done, he will have what he says. Praise God. We don't have time to break down the scripture. I'm probably going to start it from next week because there are five Sundays this month. So from next week, we're going to go into this particular point. This is a key text. He said, you have what you say. You would have what you say. You would have what you say. So faith is speaking and believing in your heart. Then you're going to have what you say. If you don't speak God's word, it was never in your heart. I can tell what's in your heart by the words you say. Especially in times of crisis. What's coming out of your mouth when you face obstacles and challenges? What are you saying? It says, if you say to this mountain, now we might not have a physical mountain in front of us, but we have mountains. Mountains in Bills, mountains in career, mountains in um, academics, mountains in different areas. What are we saying? You see, many, I don't want to go into this. This is next week's. This next week's teaching. All right, let's go. Let's go. So this week, according, calling things into existence. Last week we said was weapons, our words are weapons of war. This week we are saying calling things into existence, speaking, calling things into existence. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. This is another key text. Right. We're going to look at it. It says, Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the, to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not that only which is of the law, but that also which is of the faith of Abraham. You know, I, I put this in King James Version because of emphasis here. Who is the father of us all? Verse 17. Can we read all together? As it is written, I have made him the father of many nations before him whom he, he believed. Even God, even God who what quickened the dead and what called those things which be not as though they are. This scripture lets us know that our God calls things that don't exist like they exist. He calls things that don't exist like they exist. And today we're going to go through several scriptures to see how, why that is important and why we should also do likewise. And the impact of it. 
the impact of it. You know, one of the things we said in the first week, words are tools of creation. Words are tools, words are tools of creation. Give me the next slide. So, it says that God called things that be not as though they were. So, let's look at how did he do that. Let's just even check the first example. Genesis chapter 1, verse 17. And many of us know this scripture, but there's something very remarkable. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and what? Empty. Darkness covered the deep waters. And some of us have areas in our lives that are like that. Formless, you know, thinking back right now, I, I can remember 2008 December. Yeah, 2008 December. My life was formless, empty, and, and dark. Nothing. It was so bad that I remember that I couldn't even transport myself to church. So I did my watch night crossover service in my prayer house. I remember that day I, I laid on the floor and I said, God, nothing is working on. Um, all I've got is this your word. <laughs> nothing. I have nothing else to hold on to but your word. And this word has to work for me. But that's the struggle in that day. So your, your you might be having that kind of experience, but, but God had the same experience too. Things were empty, formless, darkness. Nothing was working on the earth. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Verse 3. Then God was said, Let there be light. So, if things are formless in an area of your life, what do you say? Do you say that things are formless or do you speak what you want to see? He says, then God said, let there be light and there was light and God saw that the light was good. Very remarkable. God said, let there be light and there was light and he saw. So if you want to see growth in career, in your business, in your finances, in your whatever area you want to see progress, what do you do? You speak what you want to see. Many of us are speaking what we are seeing already. Number one problem. We are speaking what is present, what is already in existence. Formlessness, for a, that's not a better word, emptiness, Darkness was already in existence. Was already in existence. So, it made, God was not, he was seeing it already. If he wanted, he wanted a change. So he had to speak what he wanted to see. If you want to have that change, then you have to start speaking what you want to see. You see, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from darkness. God called the day, the light day, and darkness night. You know, I have, in meditating in the middle of the night, this scripture, then God separated light from darkness. How did God do it? Did he, go out, did he raise a curtain and say this? No. He spoke. He spoke. He separated it by speaking. He separated by speaking. 
You call things into existence. God calls things into existence. He doesn't speak what he's seeing. He doesn't say what he's seeing. He says what he wants to see. What do you want to see? That should be what's in your mouth. Not what you're going through. Is it, you know, we're in a generation where people are being honored in code, right? I'm not trying to put anybody down. Are being honored for speaking how they feel. How they feel, what they are going through. The emphasis not is on what people are going through, not what they want to become. If you spend more time talking about what you're going through, you're not going to become different. Because you are you are putting a seal. You are speaking what's already in existence. You need to change and begin to speak what's not in, what's not in existence into existence. And you think Pastor Money came and marking the first day. Verse 6. Then God said, let there be a space between waters to separate the waters from the heavens from the waters of the earth. Verse 7. And that is what happened. Oh, I like it. I don't believe in red. God spoke and that is what happened. And some of saying, oh, that's God. What do you expect? We're going to see that. We can do the same. God made the space separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. In my next time. Hebrews 11 verse 1 to 3. Can we read 1 to 3? Go. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things just seen. I'm trying to read it just a long time in the scripture right now. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3. Through faith. You see, God had to use himself as an example first. Of using your faith. He said through faith we understand that the worlds were freed by the word of God. You see, he's explaining what happened in Genesis chapter 1. That the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen, oh dear God, were made of things which was, which, sorry, which things which were not, were, were not made of things which do appear. Things which are seen. How do you tell me that this was made for something invisible? How do you tell me that the whole earth, the building materials for the earth, were made from an invisible world? Everything we want exists in a different world. Everything we want exists in the kingdom of God. Words transport them. Words transport them. It says that the whole world was framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Were framed. Were framed. Were put in order. Give me the next slide. I love this translation. It says, verse 3, By faith we understand that the words were set in order at God's command so that the visible has its origin in the invisible. 
Oh, glory to God. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, when you understand this, you know that the future is secure in Christ. You understand that, look, no matter what comes your way, you are going to be victorious. Because uh, you might have nothing in the natural, right? But you've got enough resources in the invisible. Glory to God. You know, one of the, just a side note, one of the things I've meditated upon, those that are for us are more than those that are against us. I've meditated upon that scripture for some months now. Those are, is from the prophets. Where the prophets, the soldiers are the prophets. And the servant said, look, there are soldiers everywhere. And he said, Lord, open his eyes. And the Bible says there were chariots of angels everywhere. Everywhere. I said, those that are with us are more. So I tell myself from time to time, you know what I'm saying? Those that are working for you, right? They might not be physical men, but they are spiritual forces and angels work for are more than your position. They are more than your position. Those that are working for you, the angels working for you are more than your position against you. Let's leave that. Praise God. But I think you understand that the walls were set in order at God's command. You can set your word in order. Are things going out of course? Are things not working the way you want it to work? The power is in your words. Put God's word in your mouth and set it in order. You know, one of the things people have is they want it to happen like tomorrow. No. You've been speaking, some people have been speaking negative words for 30 years. And so they want to start speaking the right words and they want to see a change. No, it doesn't work that way. You need to put it in the ground, water it, then get your harvest. But the, the, the visible has its origin in the invisible. The visible. You know, it means that there is nothing you see in the physical that cannot be influenced by the invisible. I'll say it again. There is nothing in the natural human living or non-living that cannot be influenced by the supernatural. Jesus spoke to water. Jesus spoke to the wind. <laughs> Jesus spoke to the tree. He spoke to the dead. He spoke to the fish to bring coin. He spoke to fathers of bread and two fishes. There is nothing. You know, people say, oh, you are just being fanatical. No, 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 no. We have learned from God's word that everything both living and non-living can be influenced by supernatural because everything was, in, was created from an invisible world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Give me my next slide. James chapter 17 verse 1 to 6. It says, and Abraham was 90 years old, you know. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. You know, I just I want to show you how God calls things that don't exist into existence. Do not do not be quick to give yourself a label. I can't do this. Oh, I, I can't afford this. Oh, I, I'm not good at this. Don't say that about yourself. Don't label yourself too quickly. That's true. I will, so the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, I will make my covenant between me and you. And you will multiply what exceedingly. 
Then Abraham fell on his face. And God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with you, and you shall be a father of many nations. This is a very remarkable statement because this man was uh, 99 years old. And he had he had a child, right? Just one child. And God didn't reckon that child as, as the child of the covenant. But who tells a 90-year-old man they're going to have children? Now, he was not just, he was 99. And his wife was 90. I don't, I'm not a doctor. When does menopause start? 45. So, 45 times 2. 90. His wife was 90 years old. If there was any form of anything that was going to happen, maybe in her 50s. Maybe in her 60s. But not at 90. But look at what happened. Just like the way God spoke into existence. When everything was dark and formless, he called this man and told him at 99 that he could be the father of many nations. No longer shall your name be called Abraham, but your name shall be called Abraham. Your name shall be called Abraham, for I have made you. The guy, not, the guy was just one man and the family. But the Lord was saying, I have made you. I have made you. Not I will make you. I have made you. What was God doing? He was calling things that be not out of the way. He was calling the man's future into existence. He could have said, Abraham, you are, you have no child. I understand what you are going through. I know you want to have children. I know you want this. I know you want that. But the Lord didn't do that. Examine yourself. What have you been saying about your dreams and aspirations? Have you been talking about your limitations? Have you been emphasizing about the roadblocks and the things you cannot do and things you can't achieve? No. Don't do that. Bible says, and Bible, Bible says, God called him and said, I have made you a father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings shall come from you. At 99. This must be a joke. <laughs> In fact, if you read some other chapters, the Bible says that when she heard the wife, when the wife heard the Lord talking to her husband, the Bible says she laughed. She laughed. And many of you might be laughing at some things God is telling you right now about your future. How can these things be? They say, look, oh God, please don't... Don't, don't mess with my mind. Don't mess with my mind. How will these things be? Look, there's no way. There's no way. It's not going to work. There's no way. But there's something God did. Why did God change his name? Because he wanted to put his word. He wanted to change the man's talk. What he was saying. He needed Abraham to, to cooperate with him, cooperate with the power of the covenant, and he had to make him to start speaking and calling himself what he wanted to be, not what he was. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
What are you calling yourself right now? What are you calling you? Are you calling yourself a success? Praise God. Are you calling yourself bright, intelligent, prosperous? Or are you calling yourself someone that is weak? Are you calling yourself someone that is broke and sick? You're, you see, you're already going through that. We all know. Praise God. It's like you say I'm black. <laughs> it's almost a, I'm a black guy, black dude. Me saying I'm a black guy is not going to help the situation. That's who I am. You need to train yourself to call those things which don't exist into existence. Because you understand that the invisible creates the visible. You see, that's where we need to renew our minds. With words. Words have the power of creation. So, the invisible creates the visible. And every time I speak God's word, I am using the invisible to create the visible. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, the Lord had to change Abraham's way of thinking and way of speaking. Change the way you speak. Call yourself what you want to see yourself be in five years. Call yourself what you want to see yourself be in ten years. Praise God. Give me the next slide. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1. He says, Be ye therefore followers of God and their children. You know, I, I, I like the other translations better. He says, Imitate God. Therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Everybody say imitate. imitate. Come on, say imitate. imitate. Watch what God does and then do it. What's the first thing we learn from God in the Bible, John chapter 1? Is that if anyone to learn from God, from Genesis chapter 1 is what? Speaking. If there's anything you want to learn from God, the first thing you will learn from God is speaking. So if you have to imitate God, what should we imitate? The way God speaks. What does God do with words? How does God use his words? He uses his words to call things into existence. If we say, people say, I'm a child of God. Yes, I'm a child of God that I'm born again. I'm born again. But that's not all to being a child of God. There's much more. If you're going to grow into sonship, if you're going to enjoy the kingdom of God, then you must train yourself in calling things that don't exist into existence. Just come on, say it. Say, imitate God. So come on, say it. Say, imitate God. So when someone comes and talks to you, why are you just calling, you take your Bible, you just tell yourself, I'm the righteous God in Christ Jesus. I'm, I'm prosperous. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I have a godly family. Why are you doing this? Say, I'm imitating God. <laughs> just say to yourself, I'm imitating God. If the devil comes and tells you, I'm wasting your time, say, no, devil, no. This is how the whole world was created, and I'm creating my world. I'm creating my own world. I'm setting my world into order. Praise God. You know, the word frame 
from what we read before is from the Greek word katatizo. It means one of the, the, the words there is to also to repair. I mean, when something has gone wrong, when something is not in order, you use your words to put it back in order. You repair it. Is your life going off course the way you want it? Then you begin to use God's word and put it back. Praise God. Repair it. You can repair your word. Nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. You can repair your finances. You can repair your health. Praise God. You can rep- I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> 20. No, I'm good with dates. Sorry. I, I got dates ago. 2000. And... 2006, 7, I think. I remember. I remember I took 1st Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 to 8. The scripture of love. I will take 13 minutes every day and confess over myself. I said, I'm, I'm innocent, I'm patient, I'm kind. I'm not envious. I'm not jealous. I'm not proud. You know, then I could I could recite from my head. You know, I would tell myself that somehow I knew that my love work was important in my future. I knew I needed love work to get married. I knew I needed love work to become a, a good pastor, whatever I wanted to do in life. And at that time, I, I was if I, I felt I was I got angry too quickly or something. And the only way for me to change that was not to go through therapy. Right? We could have therapy in those days from where we were coming from. <laughs> I had to take God's word and change my character. Praise God. So you can, you can repair anything. Nothing. There's nothing that is completely out of the reach of God's word. It says, watch what God does. Then do it. Watch what, do, what God does, then do it. Pattern yourself. Pattern yourself after God by speaking things into existence. I refuse to go down. I refuse to lose. I refuse. Whatsoever is born of God overcome the world. I refuse. The pressure might be coming. I always say, sometimes you might feel like crying. Cry if you have to. But make sure that the words coming out of your mouth are the words of faith. Praise God. I always say you can feel something and speak something else. You can feel something. You can feel the pressure, the pain. But you can choose to speak something else. Praise God. Next slide. So James chapter 1, verse 26 to 8. It says, let us pattern ourselves after God. Let's, let's, let's imitate it. But there's something else I, I want to show you that is very powerful why we should imitate God. Back to James chapter 1, verse 26. It says, and God said, let us make man in our own image. After our likeness, let us make man in our own image. After our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fall of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. I have to use KJV for emphasis, no worry, on the creepeth and all those things, right? But what he said, says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So God created us in his image and in his likeness. No wonder he said we should imitate him. 
It will be, you see, it is difficult to imitate when you don't have the DNA. Praise God. I like to use Jamaica for example. Jamaicans are good runners. It's almost like every child boy in Jamaica can run. Probably in the room, they already they have some tracks <laughs> in the rooms of their mothers. <laughs> they practice. But do you know that Jamaicans don't do long distance running? As fast as they are, come to Africa and go, go to Ethiopia and Kenya. The, the Ethiopians, they are built. Their body weight, their mass helps them to run long distances. It is easier for a Kenyan or an Ethiopian to imitate you know, running long distances than for them to try to run like the Jamaicans because of their DNA. That's what I, I, that, that's why I want. I, I'm bringing something to you to see. Look, imitating God is not difficult because you are in His image and His likeness. It's not out of reach. That is who you are. You are not doing something outside your nature. A fish can swim in water. A fish can swim in water. This is your habitat. Calling things into existence is your nature. It's your nature. It is, it is how you were designed. It's in your DNA. It's not foreign to you. It's the world that has taught us something different. Praise God. It's not foreign to you. Calling things, saying, look, I'm blessed. And after five years, you become everything that you said. It's not foreign to you. It's part of your existence. That's who you are. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, dear God. Like I said, I can give you stories on the seminar, but not today. Not today. Next, give me next. So, I, I went into the to the Hebrew, you know, I, I I do this a lot, but I don't like bringing it out. But today I just wanted to just say something. <laughs> you know, image and likeness. Likeness means fashion, the same shape. But I love the word concretely. Meaning, you know, this is a concrete. It's exactly like this one. It's exactly there's no the building material. The structure, the height is exact. The same way your spirit have the same spirit of God on the inside. The same DNA in God is what you have. I hope I'm making some sense to somebody. It's the same. It's, it's concrete. There's no difference. The DNA is the same. So like I said, calling things into existence is not out of your nature. That's, you are, you are, so when you do it, you are really becoming you. You are, you are not exercising. Have you, do you have, you know, I tell my boy, I said, no, no, don't do that, you're a boy. No, boys don't do this. Is it, was it not a boy before? No, I'm asking to, I'm asking to act as nature. Praise God. Image. See, this one, I had to, to make this bold. I had to make it bold. Idol. Oh! When God said, let us make mine our own image. It also means let's make another idol. Now, 
if you don't understand what an idol is, an idol is a mini god. Right? It's a form of a god. When God let us make man in our own image, who are sending us to that god? Some Hebrew translation says, he said, let us make another speaking spirit. Some Hebrew Bibles say that the Bible was written in that manner. That let us make another speaking spirit. So God knew from day one, if man is going to have dominion, he needed to have the same ability and capacity like I did, like I have. And he said, let us make another speaking spirit like us. Because God rules by speaking, you are going to rule by speaking. If you're going to have dominion over your world like God, then you have to speak like him. So let us make another idol, another image, another small God. Next verse. To prove this, look at what he said. Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. No, no, next one, next one. Romans chapter 8, verse 82, verse 5 to 6. The gods know nothing. They understand nothing. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaking. I said, ye are gods. You are sons of the Most High. This is confirming what the Bible says in James chapter 1. We are gods. We are gods. How do gods rule? They speak. How does our, our Father God rule? How does he dominate? How does he change things. He speaks. He calls things into existence. He uses the invisible to create the visible. Next slide. We'll wrap it up now. 4 John chapter 4 verse 16 to 17. He says, verse 17, Love has been perfected amongst us in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. There's a day of judgment. Now, judgment, there is a judgment seat of Christ. But there are seasons of Christ in our lives. Judgment there also means crisis, times of trouble. It says that you will what? You will be bold in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. As God is, so has he made us. You see why it's easy to imitate God? Because as he is, so are we. As he is, the ability he has to put in us. The ability to create things is inside of us. To use the invisible to create the visible. Praise God. Come on, say, I imitate God. Come on, say, I imitate God. Message says, watch what God does. Watch what he's doing. And do likewise. What did God do when there was darkness? He spoke light. What are you going to do when you're having that financial challenge? You speak prosperity. You don't speak poverty. Praise God. What are you going to do when you're having that health challenge? You speak health. You don't speak the pain. Praise God. That's the way to go, brothers and sisters. Romans chapter 4. Now we'll wrap it up. It says, I have made thee the father of many nations. He's back to Abraham again. Before him, who he believed, even God, who quickened the dead. And what? Color things. Color those things which be not as though they were. We are back to our beginning verse. Now, give me the last another translation. 
17. This is what the scripture means when God told him, I have made you the father of many nations. This happened because Abraham believed in God. Who brings the dead back to life? Who creates new things out of nothing? Who creates new things out of nothing? You know, I told myself some years ago, I said nothing can become a building material. Nothing in the world is useless. In the realm of the spirit, even I have nothing in natural, I can create something. It says that who creates new things and not the word new. <laughs> he creates new things out of nothing. Are you in a position in life where you feel there is no hope? There's no human help. There's no way going forward. Child of God, chill. You can create new things. Ah, glory to God. You can create new things. You can create a new relationship with the old one they walk. Praise God. You can create. You can create a new job if you lost your last your job. You can create a new career if you don't want the one you are in. Praise God. You can create new things out of nothing. For to them that believe, all things are possible. Come raise on their feet. I hope we'll be blessed today. Praise God. New things out of nothing. So don't say that I, 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 it's a hope. there's no hopeless situation for the child of God. There is none. As long as you've got the word of God in your mouth, <laughs> don't forget you are to imitate him. Is there darkness around you? Is there lack, poverty, sickness? Things are not going out of course. Use your words to repair. Why don't you just speak to God right now? And just speak some words of faith to yourself. Tell yourself this is who you are. Speak to a situation. Speak to something. And say, look, the word of God says, I am blessed. I'm a child of God. I'm a success. I am victorious. And I declare over this situation, I'm coming out victorious. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Speak, say, look, this situation, you can't overcome me. I am bigger than you. Is it a habit? So this habit you can't overcome me. No. I am greater. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Is it a health condition? Now speak over it. Say, the life of God is on my inside. So I declare I'm healed and strong. Speak. Speak to that darkness that you see. Call forth light out of darkness. Bring forth light out of darkness. Oh, we declare we are a success. In the name of Jesus, the path of the just like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter out to a perfect day. The best of God is not in our past. I say to you, the best of God is not in your past. The best of God is not in your past. Oh, God is a God of progress. You're going to see progress. I, I prophesy to someone here today. God is the God of progress. You're going to see progress. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. I say that in my spirit. I say God is the God of progress. You're going to see progress in the name of Jesus. Whatever you've seen in the past that God has done, he's going to do much more. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I speak to obstacles and challenges. I command you to be flattened. In the name of Jesus, you are going to run and you will not be weary. In the name of Jesus, I speak to someone here. I declare divine ideas are coming to you. Oh, the wisdom to get out of that situation is coming to you in the name of Jesus. You know what to do. For the Spirit of God has granted you wisdom. In the name of Jesus, no more confusion. Thank you. Thank you. I speak to someone here that needs to enjoy favor, experience favor. In your place of work, you're going to see the favor of God like never before. In the name of just men who rise up to help you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supernatural acceleration. Thank you for speed. Thank you, God. Bible says you are made of the head and not the tail. I declare the anointing to raise you to the top. It's working for you right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you. The anointing to raise you to the top. If you are due for promotion, you're going to get it. In the name of Jesus, no one can stand against you. For those that are for you are more than those that are against you. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise, oh God. All things are working together for your good. We declare the forces of nature. Everything is working. Both human and inanimate is working for your favor. In the name of Jesus. It's your season of celebration. It's your season of increase. We give you praise, oh God. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. Thank you once again for joining us here at Kingswoods International Church. We hope you've been richly blessed by this teaching from Kingswoods International Church, British Columbia. Feel free to visit our website at kingswoodbritishcolumbia.com. That is kingswoodbritishcolumbia.com for more teachings. God bless you.